0: People they me I want go deeper
1: All right, it's time for another Root Issues Podcast. And I'm Chris, and I'm in the booth with Lauren. Hey, everybody. And Luke. Hey, good to be back. And Pastor Steve Woodrow. Hey. And this week, we had the awesome opportunity to hear from Brent. It was one of the first times that Steve was actually in the house. Usually, there's trading places, and Steve's in... Texas and Brent's here for Thanksgiving week but Steve had to come on back and so we're going to be looking at Brent Phillips who was once upon a time on staff here in my heart he's still on staff here and just some of his journey and the message that he brought this week is titled God is still faithful or God is faithful and so we're going to be talking about the faithfulness of God. And so maybe to kind of start out, we're just going to maybe kind of share some of our stories where we've seen God as being faithful, mm-hmm. or maybe where we were in doubt that God was faithful. Well, Those I'll, are, I'll jump know. in just as an yeah. entry point, yeah. I
0: think with Brent. I mean, I think the thing that the whole Phillips family brings and carries with them is uh-huh. is a great faith. Um, that's just inspiring. They yeah. have, uh, and, and they trust the Lord on, on the promises of God, and they Hold on to them by faith, and therefore they've seen God move and have incredible stories. And it should be encouragement for all yeah. of us, especially if we're sitting back and going, ah, Do I have a story as God pulled through for me? And yeah. what kind of great testimonies would I say if I got up? Well, I, I think we, we all should be inspired by this and always to say, Look, that anything, and this was Tozier, uh, Tozier said, anything God did for anyone in the scriptures. He'll do for you. Yep. The mm-hmm. issue is, am I going to go by faith according to the promises of God? Now it'll be different according to our circumstances and everything. Um, because we are all to be people of faith and carry the testimony of what Jesus has done for us. And yeah. uh, and we start with small things. We don't have to have some, you know, like yeah. he shares some big life journey yeah. stuff. Um, but we just start small, you know, um, yeah. with little day-to-day uh, things. Uh and it, I think it's just encouraging uh, knowing him as you do at least chris pretty deeply that um man that you know that he's held on to the lord had yeah. to been been is some real mountaintop peaks but also some deep deep valleys yeah. and uh and gone through some tough trials but just this message really is part of what he carries which mm-hmm. is god is faithful yeah. even when i am not yeah. right that's um is a god is line. is faithful there and um, we should lean into him, So anybody out there watching that is struggling with just the faithfulness of God, this this challenge, this battle of doubting God and 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 and, and having faith and trusting God, um, I think hopefully this podcast as well. If they go back and listen, we'll encourage
1: them. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, it's like, you know, you can you can find that message at com under the current series or this Sunday series and just kind of hear what Brent was sharing. But the testimony, I mean, it's, it's something we've been talking about, like, you know, do you remember? You know, it's this reoccurring theme. It's like kind of going out there right now. Like, are you remembering what God has done? Because unless you remember the small things that he's done and unless you've kind of focused on where he's moving in your life, then you're not really able to kind of, recount those stories and so it's very easy and very slippery slope that all of us have been in where you you question whether god is faithful yeah and it's crazy
2: to see too sometimes the thing that seems so small like a year down the line all of a sudden is the the thing that causes something huge so i think like that's why i've been i've started to journal a little bit more because it's so cool to look back and be like oh dang that's where i was at and now i'm here so yeah amazing
1: yeah no totally just being able to have some kind of map showing where you've been to where you are now and then the times that God has been faithful
3: yeah yeah I was gonna say one of my favorite projects that me and like one of my disciple groups did in college was we called it the Ebenezer like reflection yeah at the end of the very year because Ebenezer means like God is our hope and it's from first Samuel and so we made it like a Thing like at the end of every semester, we had basically watercolor and like draw stones and we'd write everywhere where God showed up. And yeah. it was really cool to just always reflect and always have that to, like look back on now.
1: Yeah, to reflect and to look back on it. And uh, I mean...
2: It's like God sightings, God moments. Yeah, it God yeah. so sightings, God moments. Yeah, they're so important to keep in mind because the devil wants it, makes it easy to forget because then yeah. someone's like, what has God done in your life? You're like, uh... But there's so many things when you start thinking about it. Yeah, so that's good.
1: And so when Brent was bringing us in, he, he kind of took us in like, you know, just kind of looking at John the Baptist's life, you know, and I, I think it's awesome. Like when you go to scripture and you're like, okay, here are some of the heroes of the Bible. Here are some of those keynote people that God used to present his plan to us. And then they had their own things. And so in first, in John 129, this is the epic scene you know where jesus is coming to be baptized and john the baptist makes this thing you know the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and said look the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world you know and so john is making this bold profession like jesus is the messiah god is faithful our savior has come right I'm not worthy yeah i'm not even worthy to untie his sandals let alone baptize him you know but then as we go through that story, you know, we see in Matthew eleven, two through three, you know, John the Baptist has now been put in prison by Herod. He's soon to be yeah. decapitated. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden there's this question. And he and he gets his disciples who have probably been hanging out near the prison with him, and he says to them, John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about all the things the Messiah was doing. So he sent his disciples to ask Jesus, Are you the Messiah we've been expecting? Or should we keep looking for someone else? <laughs> and so basically John there, you know, you can maybe surmise that he's looking like, hey, are you going to save my neck
0: mm-hmm.
1: or are you going to let me go? You know, are you the Messiah? You know, and so even in that great profession earlier, now there's doubt. Yeah. You know, and, and this was something that was really related in Brent's message of just God is faithful even if we're not. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know?
2: We, we, we let go of God and he still holds on to us. Yeah. Concept, yeah,
1: and I mean it's like you know in my in my story you know it's always that roller coaster ride of all right God is faithful he mountaintop experience things are going great to then cruise control to then something slams the brakes on and then it's like whoa where is God yeah. is God there you know and so in, un, unless I go back and reflect and look at my own life I can't understand the faithfulness of God.
2: Yeah. What would you say are one of the stories? I mean, for me? I'm sure you've got a few. Oh, I mean,
1: you know, it was just like you know just walking in faith so much for like ambler faith like early on she had like eczema you know and just you know dry skin and everything and it was just like tormenting to her and then tormenting to us you know because we didn't know what to do so I was really moving in a level of faith at that point in time of just trusting God and you know know, I would pray over her I'd be like okay I'm going to pray for you but then I'm going to put this ointment on you know and then we're going to go to the table and eat yada 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 you know and so for so long we had just waited and waited and waited for the eczema mother which was mainly on her face to to, just depart and then somewhere in the struggles of the battle you just kept putting on the ointment you stop praying and then you just forget Mm -hmm. you forget you were depending on God to heal it and then you know it was one of those moments we were in Grand Junction for a spring break and Ambler I think was maybe two maybe three gone swimming in the Holiday Inn pool and the pools always just broke her out yeah Like her face would just turn into cracks. And, yeah, she took a bath after that with mom, and then mom handed her off to me, and I was drying her. And then I just started shouting for Elaine to come because the chlorine had not caused any breakage. And then from that moment on, we never, ever saw any eczema on her. And it was crazy because it was just like I totally forgot that we'd asked God. Mm. Totally forgot that we were standing with God on that. And then it was just this overwhelming reality of like him just showing up in the room, like it's done. Did you forget? Amen. And so yeah, and so I mean you know I mean you know monetary struggles, you know minivan, fourth you know four thousand dollar repair, and my buddy manna Manna
0: from heaven, manna from heaven. My buddy
1: Andy had been praying six weeks (laughs) earlier and said start, and God spoke to him and said start gathering money for Chris. He's gonna need it. And then one lunch, Andy, I told him what was happening with the minivan, and then he showed up back at the office that afternoon with a white envelope, and he's like, people have been gathering money for you because God told me to gather. (laughs) And it was the exact amount for the repairs for the minivan. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know. And so, yeah, so, but I mean, but then it's real easy, like, man, life hits you in the face with a (laughs) two-by-four, and then you just question whether or not God is faithful. Like, why did I get hit in the face? Or dodgeball. Or dodgeball, yeah. Yeah. Dodgeball doesn't hurt as much as a two-by-four.
2: Or retrieving dodgeballs. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're in the well. youth room, you'll get hit by <laughs> well, a dodgeball. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the, the key factor here is, too, is this is where the wisdom of the ages should come in. Yes. Right? Is like if the younger we are, right? We, we ju- there's some things in faith you cannot acquire at a younger age until you've lived, right? yeah. until you've lived through things and have years under your belt. And the key is, Am I learning right from mm. those those past yeah. things, right, and, and building faith right forward and, and, and growing in the faithfulness of God? I, I think for me, what I what's always encouraged me, and it's like Paul always would lead out with his overwhelming gratitude and amazement that God reached down <clears throat> and saved him. Yeah, I have to have that foundation in yeah. this, and when I talk about faith, that I start with a testimony of Ah. Of God's goodness mm-hmm. in in saving, and as Christians, especially if we grow up, you know, in the church and we come to faith, as I think yeah. most of us did fairly young, is that we forget the magnitude of that miracle and yeah. that grace mm-hmm. of what He delivered me from the kingdom of darkness into His kingdom for all and gave me eternal yeah. life. I should be more overwhelmed with that, and then that should be the base of every mm-hmm. other. Te- because he did that, yep. how much more will he give? Right, the promise, yep. good things to us and if we ask and pursue. Um, and so, just I, I, any opportunity we have to get, to tell people of man, let me tell you what Christ has done for me. Right, yep. when it comes around, our salvation. You don't need a wild story. You yep. just need to know the love of God and let people know, yep. and that we're no better than they are. Right, and yep. and that. Uh, and gosh, so many testimonies, but i I'll just going to give two real quick here. One is uh, just the joy. What I know in my life of, of way too many decades now um, <laughs> is that if I am not sharing Jesus, my faith is dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. And therefore, I have to be intentional about that. Lord, help me have op- let me let me share this joy because that forces me to go back and just live in that place of who I am. What God graciously—I did nothing to deserve it. Yeah. Right? I don't know why. It's a mystery. Right? And that's grace. Right? Yep. And. Um, and so, boy, you go through a dry period. We don't really, and I'm talking to people, all of us are talking to people about Christ and spiritual things all the time, but just not having that incredible joy of leading someone to Christ. And God is good, and so I want to encourage people. This is where faith comes in. Lord, I want this offer. I want to, I, it's been a while since yeah. I've prayed with somebody to that accepted you and entered in the kingdom. It's not even two weeks later, Yeah, right, where I get to. you know. So God is, to, to pray with someone as they were right at that right, um, spot um, and, they, and God just overwhelmed them with his yeah. grace and they just prayed that simple childlike prayer entered into the kingdom uh, and th- and there's nothing like that right yeah. it, it, it restores your own right uh, faith and so just as an encouragement out there faith is just taking God as word asking him Lord I want this yeah you know I want the fruit of the spirit in my life I want please Lord and as a child sometimes he makes us wait a lot of times he makes us wait right yeah uh, the other one is just to be real blunt with where we are as a church right now. Yeah. We have been slapped across the you know face here in the sense we've lost one of our dear members, dear friend, um, to suicide. Yeah, and this body has fought with her, alongside her, um, many people, and you know uh, the the harsh reality of faith. Like, oh, we lost a battle. Yeah, and. And to sit back in a, in a healthy way, it's not about blaming anyone, but it is about evaluating as a church our faith. Okay, what? Lord. Um, lots of questions there. And some things we'll never know. Yeah. Right? It, but we have to just – this is where we settle into the sovereignty of God, the mystery of God. And this is, where, this is where the rubber meets the road when it comes to faith, right, is that, Lord, is that um, we, we hold on to you, yeah. right, even, even in the midst of – and second um, – Timothy uh, chapter 2 says, even when we're faithless, he is faithful. Yep. And, um, and I think this is where this just causes us to. Uh, you see setbacks in the early church, but they immediately came back and pressed in in faith, yep. right? And, um, and these are the times where we have to lock arms, right, with people and realize sometimes, a lot of times, we don't have answers. Right. And we just need to keep pressing in.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think it's the absence of the answers that draws us more into faith because we just have to take his word for it. I mean, it's like the last podcast that hit the airwaves, Luke and I sat down and we were just talking about your, your, your message on that. God is good. Like, you know, and there's so many things in the world that wants to make us think that God is not good. Right. But we have to depend on and cling to that truth always. Never letting anything waver us. No matter what the storms of life are bringing, God is still good. And so, yeah, just turning to faith even when you don't have all the answers.
2: One of the biggest things I've learned recently, or I don't know if I've learned it, but I've heard it. I'm trying to apply it to my life. Is to praise God in the suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend who's my roommate right now. His name is Dean. And he's just been in situations. He's on top of a mountain search and rescue. There's a burning plane. There's a mom. Her kids are burned alive next to her. She's screaming to die, and he's just like he's there. And those are moments where, you know, you it'd be normal to crowd to God and be like, "Why are you doing this? You know, why is yeah. this happening?" Just like, you know, are you good? Yeah, yeah. But he's there, and he's he's praising God, thanking Him that He's He's there and He's mm-hmm. doing what He is doing. Um, but just like it's so inspiring to see people in such terrible situations. And then being able to have the perspective that, you know, well, one, this isn't the end. Yes. Um, but suffering in a way, and this is a lot harder, easier to say than, uh, than to do, but it's a way God grows us and it's a way that we can mature in our faith and grow. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's the only way possibly. But, I mean, we even see Jesus, right? He, he wept. Yeah. He cried. So there is moments where it is good or natural to cry out to God and be yeah. like, why? Its just it's our humanness, um, but just you know the more the more I pray and the more I get closer to God, the more my prayers just turn into God, just whatever you want yeah <laughs> i I'm, I'm in the back seat, you know you you take the wheels and show me what to do yeah, um, but that's that's been a cool
1: perspective, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you know, to me, it's like the absence of the asking why becomes the entry point for doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, because at least I'm going to my Sovereign Lord and asking Him why. But if I don't ask the question why, then it's so easy for just He's not good to creep in, and then that just sets the tone. So why am I going to go ask someone who is not good why that happened? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so being able to ask the question why isn't a doubt; it isn't a lack of faith. It's actually no. I'm going to you mm-hmm. because I've I, I required an answer. Doesn't mean He's going to give us the answer. But it it is us still reaching out to the thing that we believe is holding it all together.
2: Yeah. But yeah, it's just just thinking through that process.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lauren, I'd, I'd like to hear from you. You know, you're just in this incredible season, right, that we all, many people go through, right, where you move through your education, through college and then higher education. And, you know, that's like, okay, God, what am I going to do with my life? I can use education. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to, you know, what would you say <clears throat> are some key things for people that are listening to this and in the big transition of life, <clears throat> you know, where faith comes in, trusting God for that calling, for that leading,
3: right? Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I, there's a joke amongst my friends that they never know where I'll be next, (laughs) um, which is hilarious to me, but it's simply because I've just learned, I call it the nudge, like, and that's how God speaks to me is I've just learned to follow this like nudge. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like the still small whisper in first Kings 18 and 19, where it talks about like how God's not in the fire and he's not in the earthquake and he wasn't in the wind, but he was in like the gentle whisper. And I'm like... And that's how God speaks to me a lot. And so it's like if I've like learned that, and I can trust that, like He's like never let me down when I've obeyed that. Like I've ended awesome. up in yeah. India for a summer, <laughs> and I've ended up in Dubai, and I've ended up yeah. in Poland and Ukraine in the midst of the war, just and because. And now I, in Aspen. And now, now no, literally, now. yeah, dear. <laughs>
2: darkest place of them all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, Mr. Steve probably got he got the most wild email from me like last spring, and I was like, "I've started having all these dreams about moving to Aspen. Is there any room left in your program <laughs> and yeah, so it but it's just wild and it's just like. If I just believe he's true, like, I don't really wait anymore for, like, some huge, you know. I did have a dream to come to Aspen. But, like, I don't wait for, like, this huge, like, dream or this huge, like, reckoning of, like, you are called to the nations. Like, you are the next one. Like, I just kind of, like, get the thing. And I'm like, okay, like, God, can I love you there? And can I love the people around me well? And if the answer is yes and yes, like, I'm probably just going to go for it unless, like, there's, like, a resounding no. And it's, like, it's just because he's faithful. And it's, like. I was like reflecting this morning as I was listening to Brent's message, I ended up in like First Corinthians 13, and it's like, um, of of these things that remain like faith, hope, and love, but the yeah. greatest of these is love, and I'm like, well, I have fallen in love with love himself, and like, he's not going to let me down, so yeah. it's just like, why not follow it, and like, you know, through the master's program, and I don't know what I'm going to do in May, so it's just like, <laughs> hilarious Maybe to me. Maybe stay here. Maybe. But it's just like the words that God has spoken was it's like someone came up to me one time and was like, I think you're going to be, you know, like a leader amongst leaders. And I was like, "Okay, God, what's next? And then on my screen from Dallas Baptist University came up the Masters of Leadership. And I didn't think much about it. Like, I was just like, that sounds like God. And I got in like two days later, like without barely trying. So I was like, probably God. Like, I'm just going to follow it. And now I'm here. So, you know. And so it's just like, as you just like practice these little steps of faithfulness on us, like you get to see his faithfulness always like tenfold of what you give. Like he'll always give you more back. So Um, good. So good. And so that's really cool. And what I
0: hear in your testimony, I think so key in this is we, we, We've not done a good job, I think, of equipping and discipling people in what faith actually is. Mm-hmm. We, I think most people think I got to muster this up. It's yeah. my, it's my thing. No, faith is a gift. We, you know, yeah. so it's leaning. And, and the key I, I've seen in what I hear all in everybody's testimony, right, is is that faith part of this gift from God is the ability to hear God,
3: mm-hmm. and we
0: do not really hone and help develop people with that piece of yeah. our faith. I got to hear if I'm going to step out in faith know where I'm going or whatever, I have to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And, how, and how do I do And I have to have faith, right, that's um, leaning into him because it's a gift, right, for that. And uh, so that's just an important piece.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the, the listening aspect is so key. But, I mean, you know, and for me it's like, you know, I have to have the question and then I'm going to listen because yeah. <laughs> now I'm listening for my answer, yeah. you know. And sometimes I think, you know, when I even just kind of interview middle school kids, I'm like, you know, well, what do you pray? You know, do you, do you ask questions? No. Like, well, why don't you ask questions? You know, yeah. like questions are the best way to just start hearing his voice because you're seeking something and mm-hmm. then you get that thought, you get that nudge, you get that feeling. And then you're like, that's the answer to my question mm-hmm. versus just, you know, you're, you know, like I think so many people just like give thanks, which is totally key, yeah. you know, but yet they, they just don't step out in asking questions in their prayers, mm-hmm. trying that's to cool. start the dialogue. Yeah.
2: No, what I mean, what sounds amazing about your, I guess, faith is just like the spontaneousness for <laughs> Jesus. And like so cool, like when you're reading Paul and stuff, it's, like one day he's yeah. going to this country and then the next day is like, oh, I guess God wants me to go to Asia. Yeah. Instead, yeah. he just turns around like, you know, he didn't have to sit down for a week and pray about it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like that. Yeah. And so good. being able to be spontaneous, I think, is something we need to get better at but
0: yeah it's just a, a willingness to be available to God yeah. Yeah. whatever he says
2: it's yeah. huge yeah
1: huge no i mean you know even in Jesus life like no 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 you no know, everybody's at the house come heal pray more more people need healing you know no we're going over here like because that's the message he got from God that morning in his prayers like now we're moving on to the next city mm-hmm. and so yeah like there is and i mean you know really boil it down there's he's in control i'm not You know, you have to get to that place of like, I control what I control, which might be, am I going to brush my teeth before I go to bed or am I just going (laughs) to skip it tonight because I'm tired, you know, or, you know, what, what shirt am I going to wear? You know, but when you look at like the larger scheme of our life and our plan, well, he's in more control. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, that's one of the more mind blowing things about God and like the control he allows it with the free will aspect of, you know, and obviously we need that for... Love to be real, yeah. um, so We've taught them. you well.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> Explained very well,
2: <laughs> but sometimes it'd just be nice to be like, just control me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to think about it. Just yeah. make yeah. it happen. Exactly. <laughs> you know.
0: But yeah. Last word for me, I, I think it's just I always um, go back to Luke 18 on stuff like this, and Jesus gives this parable, and he it says, you know, and he told them the disciples a parable to the effect. That they always ought to pray and not lose heart, mm-hmm. and then he gives the parable of the widow going before the judge yes. and it says ah, you 're going to wear me out you know i 'm going <laughs> to grant your request because you 're going to wear me out, which is a fascinating idea mm-hmm. and so Jesus leaves with the disciples this idea that look you need don 't lose heart don 't stop praying yeah. by mm-hmm. pressing in in faith for un- unless of course you get an answer or Lord answers oh, yeah. right. Um, and then he ends this, which is fascinating to me, and he says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith Eight. on the earth? Yeah. So what Jesus is saying is that, you know what, is that we're either going to die or Jesus is going to come back, and and there will be plenty of things that we're lifting up to him yeah. that haven't been answered, at mm-hmm. least, you know, and God will answer them later. Yeah. Um. And, and so that's just that living in faith, peace yeah. is all watching over our soul. And am I giving up? And maybe somebody's listening to this and I know I've given up on certain things throughout yeah. the year that I was praying for this. All right. It's not happening. Um, but Jesus says, no, continue, press in, press yeah. in until you hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know what, whatever that, and it could be wait. It could be no. Yeah. It could be an answer. So, um, I think that's the, the, where we should encourage one another is, man, let's stay. Let's not lose heart. And, and when I stop praying for something or stop pressing in, um, according to his promises, we lose heart. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that gets back to faith, hope, and love. Yeah. Those three suffer in our life, right, yeah. if we don't. So um, this is where we need to encourage right, yeah. each other.
2: And I love uh, what Brent said about um, just, like, I guess so you can kind of gauge where you're, all the listeners, and where we are, at, like, in living this out not just knowing it, but, like, how many of us really have peace in our lives? Yes, right, absolutely. Like, you know, I look at my own life and there's been times where I'm just stressed out about things, but that's, those are the moments when I'm trying to control situations. Absolutely. When yeah. you can, when you live the life and you're truly living it of God's in control, so many things just like, you know, and where we're we are humans, we are going to, there's going to be things to be stressed about, but yeah. it's, it's so cool. And then also just the aspect of like whatever situation you find yourself in, if you can love God and love others, mm-hmm. like, you can't really go wrong there. Yeah. So it, it makes good. it simple, uh, hard to live, but Absolutely. Hard to
0: live.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I was just gonna say, like, kind of like a uh next step if you're feeling like you're out of faith or something, like I'd say just start talking about it with God. Like do what Chris mm-hmm. said, like ask questions and yeah. like um you know, if you're feeling that way, like bring someone into it. Like don't sit in alone, like I think the Greatest scheme of the enemy in this hour right now is like isolation and like yeah. isolating people and like isolating them, making them feel isolated from God, which is a lie. You're never isolated from <laughs> God, yeah. and isolating them from the church and from community. So it's like if you're feeling that way, like bring somebody into it and just start talking and like you know maybe someone older than you or some a peer, but like somebody who will like speak truth into you, but just let you like start processing it. It's good. Is probably one of the greatest steps to like regaining it, and then. Have them point out places in their life. Get someone you know really well and be like, where have you seen God in my life? If you can't see it, like, have somebody speak over you the truth and the prayers of what they know is true about you. Um, And because, like, yeah, I was just going to say, like, the most faithful person I know is, like, one of my best friends in Waco. And Cameron, every morning, sits down and talks to God and asks God two questions. Like, what do you say about me? And, like, who are you? And she's the most faithful in joy and in showing up for her friends that I've ever met. And I think it comes back to asking God those questions every morning That's great. because she's never stopped talking to God once in her life. And um, so, yeah, like, I just think it's cool. So that would be my encouragement That's to the dope. listeners yeah. is to do that. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's just so many different things like, you know, that want to separate us from God, but we yeah. can't be separated, but we can feel separated. Mm-hmm. And if you feel separated, it doesn't mean you don't have faith. It doesn't mean that you not good at this Christian living or living in a relationship with God. It just means that you might need to circle the wagons is what I call it. Like, you know, like there have been times where I'm like, Henderson's a circle in the wagons. Nobody's coming into our encampment. No one's leaving, you know, and just, you know, as a family, just supporting each other, encouraging each other, you know, hearing for each other. Like, you know, there have been times when my life where I'm like, I'm just not hearing from God, Elaine. I'm just not hearing. And then she'll hear for me. Mm-hmm. And then kind of pass on what he's saying. And so, you know, it's not a crutch. It's just the dependence of the body of Christ, you know. And so it is a big aspect to just kind of hang in, never give up, never lose hope, never without hope Yeah, was always Brent's slogan. I still have his T-shirts from his sandbox church, yeah. never without hope. And when I wear it, everybody's like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let me tell you about hope. Those are on
3: our new t-shirts, our baptism t-shirts. It says always hope on the back. Always
1: hope. Always hope. hope. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, hey, thanks so much for tuning in to this Root Issues, your midweek jolt. We hope we jolted you just to... Think more about faith and the fact that God is always faithful, even where we're not. You can check out Brent's message on our website or on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening in. If you ever have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us at rootissues at ccasman.com. Have a blessed week. Till next time.
0: I need to get below the surface. Up there, they get me nerf Deeper, I wanna go deep